No. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker yeah. 8, 10, go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it! The Jazz. Uh-oh. Stop the three. The high schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It is the first hour of the Full Court Press here on a Tuesday afternoon. Thanks for joining us, however, wherever you're doing so. Eric Franson, I'm AJ Salveson here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Uh, got a good one. Uh, really good show here for you. We're going to have uh, a couple of things going on. First of all, we got two Hall of Famers. Well, yeah, I guess one soon-to-be Hall of Famer and a one, another one who is a Hall of Famer, both on, on the show with us today. Uh... Excited to have these interviews with us. Really are. Um, we're going to have, of course, as we've already teased it on our show, uh, we are going to have head coach, former head coach of the Utah State Aggies, uh, Stu Morrill, join us here on the Full Court Press. Uh, that will be in the 5 o'clock hour to hear from him. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on uh, uh, JC and Ty specifically, uh, being their coaches, what he learned from them as well. Uh, it should be a really, really fun uh, interview. And then... Uh, we will have, uh, excuse me, we'll have Barbara Klein. Barb Klein, I guess, is how I, you should properly pronounce it. Don't let me forget to do that. Uh, Barb Klein will join us here on the uh, on the Full Court Press. At about 4.30, we'll have Barb Klein on. Uh, or it's not Barb Klein, sorry, Barb Zoll. I Barb apologize. Zoll, yeah. Uh, who was uh, in gymnastics uh, from 1990, or excuse me, 1988, and uh, she was a walk-on, rewarded her uh, for accomplishments with a scholarship during her sophomore season, captured the floor title with a 9.850 in the Big West Conference Championships, garnered first-team honors in the uh, all-around uh, vault and bars as well. Uh, she was a phenomenal gym. I mean, this is incredible. Yeah, it's a long list of accomplishments, including a uh, finalist for the AIA American Award, which is given to the uh, outstanding senior gymnast in the country. She was a finalist for the 92 NCAA Woman of the Year Award. So uh, a great accomplish, uh, accomplishments from her while she was at Utah State. So it's really fun this week to highlight these uh, athletes uh, and their accomplishments uh, while they were at Utah State as they will be inducted into the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame coming up this weekend. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll get to have, we'll have more interviews as well throughout the week. Uh, you'll have Lance White join us live in the studio. Uh, we are working uh, to get with us Kathy Hilton. Um, who uh, got back to me. Uh, she will be uh, part of our uh, interview festivities throughout the week as well. We'll, we'll set one up with her. Uh, again, our Gill Mortgage text line is open for you guys to be a part of our show today, 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. we got a lot to talk about, and we really, to be honest, don't have that much time to get through all of it. So we're going to try and get through it as much as we can, including Utah Jazz basketball, NBA playoff game twos. Uh, first session was last night. Second session is tonight. Uh, and then you also have our stat and player of the week. Again, 435-339-0321 to text into our Guild Mortgage text. And we'll be live at Guild Mortgage tomorrow, 4 to 6. Love to have you out there. Al Lewis is going to join us live. Hopefully, we, uh, at least we're planning on that as of right now, unless anything goes away in regards of his schedule. But we'll have him on to talk about Bobby Wagner, Robert Turman, Ty Wesley, J.C. Carroll, all guys that he got to watch in person, front row, right there in the center uh, as the um, – as the uh, Hall of Famer, uh, who uh, did a lot of great broadcasts over the years for the Utah State Aggies, get a chance to hear from him and hear some of his stories. Um, God, you know, I wish he could have like sat. Maybe he did got it, or had the chance to sit in practices, and he could tell us more about the trash talk. Oh, I know he sat in practices, dude. I, I want to hear the stories. He's got to have stories. I maybe he was too scared to tell then, but he can <laughs> definitely tell now because <laughs> yeah. we've all we've all moved on. Uh, Eric, hi, how are you? Good. Yeah, I'm really excited for tomorrow. It's always fun to be live on location and to have folks stop by and say hi. Yeah, and, come say hi to us. And uh, try to make it worth your while. Usually there's something to sign up for and, and win. So, I hope. We're yeah, working on it. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen, Captain. 
Absolutely. May, m- might be, you know, Ajay hasn't quite finished off the pick six treat that I gave him. Maybe he'll bring oh, that. I forgot to. I, uh, I found you some Easter Bunny peanut butter things in the jigger. <laughs> no, so, those, no. No. What do you mean no? I gave those to you. You can't give them back to me. I didn't say me. I took them from. I didn't say I. No. I bought these at a special place. Uh, one other thing, too, just to pass along. Great softball game going on right now at Ridgeline High School. Two of some of the best softball teams in the state battling it out in Millville. Ridgeline hosting Bear River, and that game is going on right now on CashValleyDaily.com. Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger are on the call. Uh, if you can't pull up a website, uh, or if you want to, if you're driving around and you want to tune in and check on it, it's on 104.5 The Ranch in Cache County. And it looks like um, they've just ended the, an inning here. So it looks like it's tied 2 2. Um, and so it's a close one going on in, uh, in Ridgeline right now. So we may do a look in a little bit later on as this game goes on. All right, let's go ahead and get with the bad news first because that's what we like to do here. We like to discuss the depressing things of the sports world in our lives. And, well, nothing more depressing than Utah Jazz bowling another lead in the playoff game. Dallas uh, beats Utah in game two, 110-104, and do it behind the stellar shooting of two guys in specific as uh, Brun- Jalen Brunson goes 15-25 from the field in 42 minutes, scores 41 points, adds on eight boards as well with five assists. And not to be outdone, but Max Kleber has 25 points on 8 of 11 shooting. All 8 of those buckets were from beyond the arc. 25 points and uh, 8 of 11 shooting. That one extra uh, that one extra point came from the charity stripe. He also had 6 boards, 3 assists. Again, game 2 goes to Dallas, 110-104. Man, look, Eric, I get it. Jazz fans are upset. They're angry with the Utah Jazz. Probably should have had that game. But two guys who are not, I'm not going to say are no-namers, but are not known as guys who put up career highs like that. One guy goes 8 of 11 from 3, and the other guy scores 40-something points, and Dallas hits 22 threes. And by the way, they only had three turnovers in the game. I can guarantee to you, that's not happening in Game 2. So let's calm down. Or Karen, game three. Karen what? Uh, but yeah, look, Maxi Kleber, he was shooting 19% from 3 since the All-Star break. And then he went, like, what, 78% from three last night? Yeah. Um, to, to see, I mean, Brunson's a nice player, but he has never not, done yeah. anything like that collegiately exactly. or in the NBA before. He never will again. But here's the problem. Remember Terrence Mann last year with this, the Clippers? That was one game. That was uh, that's all they game. needed. Now instead of this being a four-game series, now it's a five-game series. Did you expect it to be a four-game and series? And on top of that, now we have news that Luka Doncic could be back as soon as Game Three, but more likely for Game Four. That stretches this series out. When you have a chance to hit a knockout strike, you take it. You try to hit it again. It is, and but look, the Jazz didn't get blown out by thirty, despite these crazy numbers. The Jazz didn't get beat by 30, 35 points, Eric. They had several chances to win this game, weren't able to pull it off, give credit to the great shooting of Kleber and Brunson and the Mavericks. They had 22 threes and only had three turnovers. Yeah, but of those 22 threes, uh, only five were contested. 17 uncontested threes. it's It's a habitual problem for this team not being able to make some adjustments. And really comes down to guarding the guy in front of you, relying too much on Rudy Gobert. Because then he has to dive to cover the basket, which leaves somebody open, and they kick out, and they're wide open for an th- uncontested three. Uh, 9315, why do no-name players get hot on the Jazz and just keep going? It only happens to I the know. Jazz. I know! Yeah, like what? Uh, Terrence Mann, career high against the Jazz in the playoffs. Uh, Jamal Murray, career high twice against the Utah Jazz in the playoffs. Jalen Brunson, career high against Utah Jazz in the playoffs. I'm telling you, though, Eric, Jazz fans need to calm down. It's not happening again. It's I, not look, happening it's, again. It's one game in a best-of-seven series. I get that. And they split on and the they, road. And they did what they were supposed to do as the road team in splitting the series 1-1 in Dallas. But it's you had the opportunity and should have been able to take care of business and 
be up two games to none, coming home to Salt Lake. You're up by 10 in the second half, early in the second half. It was it was just another frustrating night for the Utah Jazz. Now, Donovan Mitchell is healthy. Mike Connolly is healthy. That was Donovan Mitchell's message after the game. Look, we came down here to split a series. We did that. The difference here compared to last year is my ankle's fine. Mike's hamstring is fine. You know, we know we can make some adjustments. We're not as desperate as we were a year ago. So I like that attitude. It's just it's frustrating because that's what's been played out over the last few years, especially the last few months, the way this team has struggled to close uh, and, and finish games, which they had the lead. 8798 text into the Gil Mortgage text line. Lazy, empathetic team defense. Yeah, I don't know how you have that many wide open threes. What did you say? 17? 17 uncontested threes. Good ball movement? Yes, that was part of it. Dude, did you but see? But there was a couple times where there were Jazz players standing right next to each other, not knowing who's going to go guard whom. And Dallas is like, oh, you want to shoot the wide open three or do you want to shoot the wide open three? Because they're not coming out to either one of us. But did you see Donovan, or I think it was Donovan getting mad at Bogey? Yesterday, Bogey's been bad on defense as of late. Like he's just getting lost. Uh, six two nine four. Eric is right. Jazz have a habit of giving things up. These problems have been going on for a while. But this is the one. I think this is the year where you can fix those problems. Last year, you said it. Donovan wasn't healthy. Mike wasn't healthy. Bogey wasn't healthy. Rudy was like on one leg. This year, they don't have any excuses. Uh, Jay, what? What happened here in the building uh-huh. a few weeks ago? What happened? Because something magically flipped somewhere, somehow, where I have become the jazz pessimist and suddenly yeah. you're the jazz optimist. What's going on with you, Eric? I don't know what happened. Huh? Why can't you just believe? It was unspoken. It wasn't planned or coordinated. But like one day, you became Mr. Jazz Man and I became sad on the jazz. And I, It's weird. I don't stop, know what's Eric. going on. You got to be more optimistic in life. Uh, a couple of national pundits go ahead and take give their takes on the Jazz. We're going to start with one of our favorites, Stephen A. Smith. He's Ooh, he very, didn't pull any punches. Very disappointed in the Utah Jazz. I got to confess to you, man. I can't stand the damn Utah Jazz. They make me sick. They always, always, always wet the bed. They make me sick. I mean, they really do. Doncic is out. Tim Hardaway Jr. is out. It's a playoff game. And Jalen Brunson drops 41. I'm a fan of Jalen Brunson. But 41 points? This is what Utah does. This is what they do. Every single time you expect something from them, they let you down. If I'm Donovan Mitchell, if I lose this series, man, I take my jersey, I walk out, and I throw that damn thing in the trash. I don't even fly home with the team. Every single time you believe in Utah, they let you down. They just let you down. It's who they are. Is he right? I mean, he voiced how Jazz Twitter was reacting last night. (laughs) Tony Jones, our good friend Tony Jones, who writes for The Athletic and has been continuing all day today, just reminding people, look, the Jazz were the road team in a best-of-seven series, and they split they got and got one. home court advantage back in their favor. Let's remember that. Dallas did two things happen for Dallas that never happen. One, a guy who normally shoots Thank 19% you. from three Thank was you. shooting 80% from three. <laughs> and then a guy who's a, you know not a bad point guard, not a bad player, had a career night. But he's also reminding people, look, Dallas is more than just Luka. Dallas has other talented players on their roster. Because I think some Jazz fans got a little irrational thinking, no Luka, no problem. And Dallas is still a good basketball team. Uh, I think the Utah Jazz as a team also needs to remember that. But the the concern, the, the biggest thing for me isn't what the Jazz did or didn't do offensively last night. It's what they didn't do defensively. Um, Because when a lot of these plays got set up as they uh, came across half court, every Jazz man was on a Dallas player. But then a drive to the basket and a lack of of switching 
defensively or lack of ability to keep the guy in front of you, we see Dallas shooting wide open three after wide open three. Game one, they put up 32 three-point attempts. I talked about this the other day. They only made nine, but they had 32 three-point attempts. My concern was if they start making more threes, that really changes the dynamic of the game, and that's exactly what happened last night. 6294 text in. Stephen on the must Stephen A must have lost a big bet on the Jazz. No, he just wants Donovan Mitchell to get on a plane after the series is over and fly to New York Knicks. That's what he's hoping for. He's a diehard Knicks fan. Uh, speaking of national pundits, Colin Coward hopped on today's show and his opening segment was on the Utah Jazz. Now, it's a four-minute clip, and I did do some editing, but I want to keep the whole thing in context because this guy, Eric, as you listen to this audio, is all over the place. Translate this for me. Listen to it. Utah Jazz could not beat the Mavericks without Luka. So they won one or two games. The Utah Jazz have always been a really good job coaching the Utah Jazz. Really good job. With no chance to be a great job. It's like Wisconsin football. It's a really good job. Athletic director's good. Facilities are good. The fans are great. State of Wisconsin's got like six Division I players every year that can play. Utah's a good job. But they have to go international and get home runs in the draft because, like the Packers, it's not a free agent place. If you look at the greatest jazz team of all time, they got Stockton and Malone in back-to-back picks. But one was 13th, one was 16th. They've got to hit home runs. They've got to go international. Boyan Bogdanovich, Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles. They've got to go international because they don't get free agents. they got to hit home runs in the draft, and they've done it before. But this is why Quinn Snyder is looking at the Lakers. The Jazz do everything right. The fans are amazing. The facility's great. The new owner is super smart. The coach is amazing. But it's hard there. You got to go overseas. You got to get home runs in the draft. You don't get the free agent edge. And I've seen this before. Notre Dame is a great job, but Brian Kelly was right. LSU is a greater job in 2022. Easier to get kids in. There's more players in the geographic footprint. Oklahoma's a great job. USC, when it's on fire, is greater. Why? Because there's 125 Division I players in California. There's 12 a year in Oklahoma. You don't have to beg them to play. You don't have to leave the state to get 90% of your players. The Packers and the Jazz have limitations. Carl Malone was a 85 draft, the 13th pick. Stockton in the 84 draft was a 16th pick. You hit back-to-back home runs, you can be in finals for years and years and years. I grew up with the Seattle Mariners, same thing. We are so geographically isolated in the Pacific Northwest, they fly almost 50,000 miles a year. That's why in the second half, the Mariners always run out of gas. They're on planes too long. But I look at Quinn Snyder, and I see a great coach and a well-run organization and a rabid fan base, and Rudy Gobert's a remarkable defensive player. But one injury to Joe Ingles, or it was Bogdanovich the year before, and they're not a championship team. In fact, they're not even a conference champion. They're not, they're not going to get to the Western Conference Finals. As good as Quinn Snyder is, eight season, no conference finals. It's not because he can't coach. It's not because it's not a good front office. It's not because Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert aren't individually great. But if they have any little injury, they lose a Bogdanovich to a wrist injury, Joe Ingles out, it's over. They don't have excess. Like LSU football has a third NFL running back in the depth chart. Notre Dame's got a second. That's the difference. Utah, the Jazz, that is a really good job. But it's got a ceiling on it. And I was watching that last night as they sort of unravel. And I think, man, you got to win this series. Luca's not there. You got to win this series. <laughs> you, you, you got your two stars. The, the Jazz have what many would perceive as the better coach, the best defensive player, your stars available. Dallas doesn't have Luca. You got to win the series. I'm not blaming anybody. You got to win it. And that is the frustration. That is why people will leave what appears to be a really good job in college for a great job. Fewer limitations, fewer obstacles, warmer weather, more kids in the geographical footprint. So is I, I, I really, by, by the way, there's a ceiling for Canadian teams, right? Chris Bosch, get me out. The taxes, the weather, the geography. Nick Nurse, Toronto's up for the Laker job. Quinn Snyder, Utah, up for the Laker job. You don't have to leave Philadelphia. You don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to leave the Celtics. You don't have to leave the Heat or the Lakers or the Clippers. You can, you can win a lot of places. You can, they don't have the obstacles. But I, as I watched Utah unravel, I thought, they have to win this series. Like, this is the same group of guys for years and years. You got the coach. You got the start defensive center. You got Donovan Mitchell. You're missing Ingles. Okay, all right. They're missing Luka. This, this, this is the kind of loss 
where a Quinn Snyder goes, all right, I've done everything I can, but it's, it's just a good job. A very good job, but it can't be a great job. Can't be a great job. It's only a very good job. Dude, he was all over the place, man. <laughs> yeah, I think he forgets that Boyan came as a free agent, but that's okay. But and Mike Conley came as a free agent. Uh, he, well, he trade? came as a trade, but then he stayed as a free agent. Yeah. But it's like we've heard this argument from Colin before. You know, some some guys in the in the national media, and well, they get wrapped up in thinking you can only win and you can only have success if you are in their major market, whether that be in New York. Los Angeles, Chicago. But we've seen like he's bagging on on Green Bay. Green Bay has won championships. It's been a little bit. Kansas City is not a major market. They have won championships. A championship in the NFL modern era. Been to a couple though. Yeah. But he's you know, he's right though. Pressure is on the Jazz. They need to win this first round. Do they need to win it in a sweep? No. The odds were definitely in favor for the Jazz to do that without Luka in the mix. But give Dallas some credit for the team that they have, their coaching staff. Sure. But still, I contend the Jazz should have won that game Things were in, in, lined up for them to win that game. But look, Mike Connolly gets in foul trouble. He's uh, eliminated from the game. Uh, Hassan Whiteside couldn't do two easy putbacks under the hoop. He's disengaged. He's lost on defense. The, the rotations, you can't stay in front of your guys on defense. You... You just continue to fail to, to close out on a guy who's hot and just have this mentality that, well, he'll cool off at some point. It doesn't work. You still have to go out and defend them. Once they start getting some mojo, they're going to keep going unless you stop it. Einstein laid this out perfectly. Objects in motion will stay in motion. If a guy gets in, in a rhythm, he's going to stay in a rhythm. You have to take him out of the rhythm. And the Jazz didn't do that with Brunson or with Kleber. Dude, I love it, man. You make my promo so easy to create. <laughs> Great. So, Eric, so my... It's, it's, it's weird to say this, that even though the Jazz split on the road, like is, which is what you would pray to do as the lower seed at all times, right? Whether it's a 7-2-8-1-5-4 game, 6-3... You want to split on the road by great. I mean, best case scenario is a sweep. Most realistic case is a is a split, and you're thrilled. We split with the Mavericks, and like all hell's breaking loose in the Utah Jazz Nation world. Like, holy crap, we're done. We we can't do it. We're we're gonna lose this series. We're done for. Well, yes, and I know I'm, tomorrow I'll probably have a better perspective on this. <laughs> But within the 24 hours after the game and the frustration <laughs> of losing when you had a lead, because we, we talked about this before, Dallas has the best player in this series on their roster. But Utah has number two, number three, number four, and maybe even number five. So with Luka out, you've got the best three, four players in this series on your roster. You should be able to find a way to win. And what's been Utah's success this year is top-rated offense. And that offense isn't really hitting like they should be and they have been for most of the year. Give Dallas credit for what they're doing defensively, but Utah's got to find a way to do a little better offensively too. All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, we're going to talk to Barb Zoll, gymnastics uh, legend who is now going to be entering the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame on Saturday night. I have a chance to get to know her and her career and uh, her uh, opportunity to be inducted into the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame. All coming up on the Full Court Press here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. It's kind of been a year has been tough not being able to fully reach our you know, potential. I don't agree with anybody who thinks like Anthony Davis. Everybody's out there, wants us to lose. No, 
most people may want you in the playoffs. Who possibly could have seen all these injuries coming? That's right, everybody! The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Are you getting ready to retire, but your spouse isn't 65 yet? We can help. We focus on health insurance, so we can provide you the best possible services and information. Come the third Thursday, April 21st at 7 p.m. to our free seminar. We'll empower you with the information you need to make a confident decision. Come see us at LSS Insurance, the third Thursday, April 21st at 7 p.m. Call 752-9493 to RSVP, and walk-ins are always welcome. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farm or business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally. Now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. As soil temperatures start to warm up, you'll start to see weeds germinate in your lawn, first on the edges and then spread throughout your lawn. One of those weeds will be a dandelion that each have up to 200 seeds per flower and can travel up to 5 miles and live up to 7 years. Call us and we can help control your weed problems this spring. Call the Lawn Doctor for fertilizer, weed, and pest control. And if you're looking for a job this summer, join the Lawn Doctor team. Call 753-LAWN. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It is the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan, 106.9thefan.com, and on our 106.9 The Fan mobile app. Again, we are celebrating the great Utah State athletes who are being inducted into this year's Athletics Hall of Fame. You can get your tickets on utahstateaggies.com. A great, great ceremony ahead. And we are privileged to have another one uh, on our show here on the Full Court Press. Uh, from Apple Valley, Minnesota, she was in gymnastics for 1998 or 1988 and then 90 through 92. Barb Klein now joins us here on the uh, Full Court Press. Barb, hi, how are you? Congratulations. Oh, thank you. How are you doing? We're great. We're doing good. Doing Thanks well. for your time today. Uh, well, that's good. Barb, <laughs> I, I, I got to ask, when you got the phone call, what was that like? Were you surprised or uh, did you expect it? How did that all go? I was very surprised. I cried when I got the phone call mm. because for several years before that, Ray was my coach at the time was always saying, oh, i got to get you in, because he'd always come up to do gymnastics camps up here in Star Valley, where I live now. And I was always like, yeah, it's okay. It's not going to happen. I, I, <laughs> I wasn't that decorated of a gymnast, and but he was so positive that it was going to happen. And what made it kind of just really emotional is about a month before that, he had passed away. So it was pretty shocking and humbling and, and just knowing that I like, I can't call him and say, Hey, look at what just happened. So, but just really, uh, just a neat thing to have happen. I was going to ask you about coach, uh, Ray Korn, uh, just, just a cr- tremendous career uh, at Utah state. When you were there, uh, you guys were nationally ranked multiple times, took gymnastics from just like a club sport to something that was sanctioned and then even put it on the national stage. What was that like being there with that group? And you guys got a, a top 10 national ranking, uh, at uh, a couple different times. It was pretty awesome and very amazing. We have the most amazing crowd during that time. When you would go to some of the teams that were ranked higher than us, there might be 10 people in the stands and we would fill the spectrum. People would come there and be 
shocked because University of Utah obviously fills their stadium as well, and it's quite big. But they don't expect that from a Utah State. And so just a neat experience to have such a supportive community. And I think that just kind of spurred us on. And my teammates were such great support. And also just we're always challenging each other. We all wanted to be on the floor, and so we all were always trying to do our best. And Ray just always had these neat little things up his sleeve to try to continue. Like, we all were pretty good athletes, but I think he really helped us with that mental toughness that it takes to get to that national ranking. And he just was so inspiring all the time. And even if you didn't meet the mark, he wasn't down on you for it. He was just like, all right, let's try something new to make sure that that doesn't happen again. So just a great time for gymnastics in Logan. Barb, you said that you had told Coach that your accolades weren't that, I guess, prestigious or your resume wasn't that decorated. I'm going to politely disagree with you as I look at (laughs) your bio. Yes, yes. And I'm going to read this out just because you may have forgotten. That's okay. But, Barb, (laughs) you were the Big West Scholar Athlete of the Year in 1991. You're a four-time USA All-American Scholastic Team recipient, a three-time High Country Athletic Conference All-Academic Honoree, a two-time finalist for the AIA American Award, which is given to the outstanding senior gymnast in the nation, and a finalist for the 1992 NCAA Woman of the Year Award. That is absolutely incredible. And there are more accolades than oh, just Oh, yeah. Those. I, I, I had to shorten it up just a little bit. But, Barb, <laughs> throughout your career, what was your goal? Because gymnastics can be a team thing, but also an individual thing. What were your individual goals for you as a gymnast? Well, for me as a gymnast, I just always wanted to get out there and compete and throw my best routines. Like, you, you, each day, each time you practice, you're like, oh, that was the routine. I hope that that's the one that I'm going to do when I compete. So I was always looking for just making sure it was my best performance. You can never, like, say, oh, I want to get this score because every night the judges are they're just different, and you can't ever say things like that. But you can always say, hey, this is the routine I want that to come out as. And I just always, I adored competing at uh, the Spectrum. It was so much fun. So I always just wanted to make sure that I could show the joy that I had with the people that are there. And then um, just always making sure, like, there were times where you're like, okay, I'm close to making it to nationals, and, you know, I got to do this. So there was always that idea of, yeah, I want to get to nationals, and I want to do my best there. But, you know, if you didn't get there, it wasn't like, the end of the world because there were so many other things to look forward to in my career, whether it be with my teammates or even like my academics. Education was a huge deal for me. I, I want to ask you, just going back even a little bit further, uh, you're from Minnesota. So what was it that attracted you to come to Utah State and make that move across the country to come to Logan, Utah? <laughs> Well, honestly, from Minnesota, I didn't really know anything about Utah, but I had a friend that was from Minnesota that I competed with and and trained with. Her name was Tana Davis, and she had come out the year before, and she knew I wanted to continue doing gymnastics in in college, and so she said, you got to come out here and visit. So I went out there, and the second I landed, I just kind of knew this was my place. It was my home. People were so supportive. Ray was he just had this enthusiasm and this passion for the sport that, that I just, that's how I was. I loved, loved gymnastics. To this day, I still, I'm watching college gymnastics all the time on ESPN. And so I just knew that this was my place. I loved training there. I, I loved seeing the girls there. They were so warm. But I also knew that they, they too had a passion for gymnastics. So it was like a no-duh moment. This is where I was going. <laughs> Barb's all, uh, Barb, Barb Klein joining us here on the Full Court Press, a uh, very soon-to-be USU Hall of Famer in the athletics, and uh, big congratulations to her. Barb, uh, gymnastics, I don't know how the sport evolves or if it can evolve uh, from when you were there to where it is now, but if it has, how so? Well, the vault is completely different now. It looks like a big tongue to me, and we didn't have that, and so... And the way that we entered the vault is very different. The bars, when I first started, you would wrap the bar, like you would put your your hips would hit the bar. And now they're so far apart that that can't happen. 
that started to evolve when I was there. We started to have the bar setting out. Um, the beam has some spring to it, but it really that hasn't really changed much. But the floor has changed a ton as well. We had spring floor, but the girls now, my goodness, I don't know where they get their energy from because we were lucky if we could end with a, a full twist at the end, and they're ending with all these double backs and all these twisteroos. So <laughs> I can I imagine that it will continue to change in like we, you just never know what's going to happen because like Simone Biles and even. Uh, Suni Lee right now in college she's performing new skills it's kind of just crazy I actually wanted to ask you about Simone Biles certainly she got some attention this last summer in the uh, the Olympics because uh, everybody was so excited to watch what she could do and she was the odds on favorite and then she pulled out she said she had the twisties and for some of us unfamiliar with with gymnastics we had a hard time understanding why she couldn't compete and as Somebody who's been involved in the sport and and has been in situations like that as well. What were you experiencing when you saw her her saga kind of play out on national and international television? Oh my goodness, I felt so bad for her because I know what that's like, and it's terrifying because skills that once were like you could just breathe and do them, they all of a sudden are just gone, and you, there is not anything you can't practice them because then you just keep practicing them wrong, and to be in front of all these people watching that happen and for people to think, well, maybe she's just pulling out because she's afraid she's going to lose. No, (laughs) the twisties are a real thing. And they are, when you get high enough in gymnastics and you're twisting all over the place and you don't know where you are, it's so scary. So I felt so bad for her and yet proud for her that she was able to say, hey, I can't do this and tell people why and support her team not, you know, go hide in the corner and cry because she can't compete. But she was there. She was there cheering everybody on. And, I mean, it left her some really neat opportunities, like Michaela Skinner. Like, she wasn't going to be able to compete anymore in the Olympics. And she got that opportunity. So what a neat thing that we all got to watch and see. Uh, I don't know if you have a chance to be able to watch Utah State Gymnastics as of late. What they did this year was pretty incredible, setting some floor <laughs> records, some some school records as well, and scores, go to the NCAA regionals, and compete really well, just ended up being in a really, really tough group. Uh, what did you? It sounds like you've been able to hear a little bit about them. What have you seen out of them, especially from the freshman phenom, Brielle Clark? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> She's a firecracker. <laughs> she is so fun to watch. I wish I could... Get out there and do the things she did, because how fun is that? And her smile on floor is just, it just pulls you in. And those girls, like, I I don't usually like to watch beam. It makes me so nervous. But watching them, I wasn't nervous at all. Like, you knew they were going to rock every single set, and they did it beautifully. Their coach for beam is amazing. And the skills that they have on bars and just the things they can do on vault, it's just, they are going to be able to continue to recruit some amazing athletes just because, the team that they have there now, they have a they have a passion for competing. They have a passion for uh, getting better, and and they want to they want to get to that national level. And who doesn't want to be a part of a team like that? Barb, have, since you left Utah State, and it's been thirty years now, uh, have you? Oh my gosh, really? Do you have to date that, didn't you? How dare <laughs> you? Twenty-two. <laughs> it's been a little while, but have you? Uh, what, what's been your involvement in gymnastics since you left Utah State? Um, well, I did coach here and there. I actually, I, I teach school now, and so to go and have a family and teach school and then try to coach at night. I tried to do it here and there, but it was just too difficult. So um, my only involvement now is just to be a cheerleader and watch it and just promote it for other people that this is a thing that you want to get involved in. Even as an adult, I, I get to look back at my old gymnastics in Apple Valley, and they have adult classes, and I think that is amazing. That's so awesome. So even though I can't coach and I, I can maybe do a handstand still, I, I'm still there supporting by watching and letting people know that it's an amazing sport and you should spend some time getting to know it. Barb, i got to ask you, I've heard from former basketball players and former football players about how great it is to hear from the current coaches and team, be invited out to practices and such. Do you, Have you ever been contacted by Coach Smith or the gymnastics to just in regards of support and such? When we had Ray's thing, she, you know, she had invited us all into the gym, and we were able to get involved that way. 
my teammates have been amazing. Like the messages that I've got that, I mean, like, like you said, it's 30 years ago and they still know how to contact me and support me and cheer me on and just make sure that they know that they wish they could be there if they, they're not. And that it, they felt like it was well-deserved. So it's just been kind of neat to hear from all, like even older coaches like Scott Bauman and um, Dan Gervasi. It's just neat to hear from all those people. Now you mentioned you're in Star Valley right now. It's not too far away, but uh, anybody special coming with you to the ceremonies this weekend? Um, my husband and my three daughters. My mom and dad are coming up from Arizona, and my father-in-law is coming. We just recently lost my mother-in-law about a month ago, so neat to have him there. Uh, and then my sister-in-law, and I have some friends from Logan that I still know that are coming, and as far as I know, that's about it. Uh, Barb, I know some athletes will then, after they leave Utah State University, will kind of just separate themselves completely from the university for whatever reason. You are not one of those. Can I ask you what Utah State has meant to you during your time there and even to this day as you get ready to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? Well, to me, it, it just the community there is incredible. They are so supportive and helpful and kind and generous and and. I don't think it's, like, something that they are working at. It's something that it's just natural to them. They just scoop up those college kids who have left home, and they still need that support. It's a place where you can grow and you can learn, and you can make mistakes and still be given that grace. And for me, I even <laughs> it's so funny. I, even to this day, I teach my school kids the, the song for, uh, that goes with the, you know, the Utah State song just because I <laughs> just, I love the place. I encourage kids because Star Valley, like you said, it's not very far. We have lots of kids that have gone there. I have lots of people here that have been, you know, they went to Utah State and know who I was. So it's just a place that I would encourage anybody who's wanting to get a college degree or even a great place to live, to, to head on out there. It, it's lovely. Well, Barb, uh, congratulations. A tremendous career while you were at Utah State, and uh, it's, it's fun to be able to recognize and honor those who did great things when they were athletes and then be reminded of all the great things Absolutely. that they did, besides just accomplishments in the field of play, but uh, what you did off the, uh, off the court or off the beam or whatever the sport <laughs> may be. So appreciate you spending some time with us to kind of reminisce on some of the things that you accomplished while at Utah State, and best of luck with everything coming up this weekend. Uh, thank you guys so much. No, thank you, Barb. Appreciate you. That's Barb Klein, the future, very soon to be, Utah State Gymnastics, now about to be Hall of Famer. That is, and look, I love every Hall of Famer we've talked to have been so modest. They're like, you know, I, I had a few accolades. That's it. And I'm looking <laughs> at the list, and I'm like, one, two, I'm like, I'm still scrolling. It keeps and I'm going. Just, it can't keeps going. It. Yes. So congratulations to Barb. What a great class coming in. Get your uh, tickets at utahstateaggies.com. We're going to take a break. Coming back, wrap up the first hour of the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. It's the Full Court Press. What do you think the genuine level interest from Quinn Snyder was of the Lakers? Well, look, his memory of being in L.A. was with Kobe Bryant. If I'm Quinn Snyder, I'm looking at what's going on there from leadership to ownership to personnel. And I, I get it. Some people want to walk into those situations feeling like it's broken. I can come in and fix it. I mean, there's a few guys that go through there that have been able to bounce back after yeah. having a bad experience. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Vaveline Instant Oil Change is now open on Sundays at 695 North Main in Logan. If you're too busy to get the week to get an oil change for your vehicle, Vaveline Instant Oil Change is now, again, open on Sundays. They're located across from Angie's. Stop in and get your vehicle serviced by trained professionals. Again, 695 North Main in Logan. A big thanks to them for being a sponsor of the Full Court Press in today's show. Uh, and a big thanks to Barb Klein for joining us. Uh, All-American gymnast. Uh, boy, she had a heck of a decorated resume and uh, well-deserved um, recognition, Eric. 12 total titles as a sophomore, which is tied for second all-time in class history. Good heck. Eight as a freshman, seven as a senior, seven as a junior, 
and you went through a, a bunch of lists that you know accolades that she accomplished in her time. But she was part of a club that, uh, or a team, I should say, that at one time was ranked twelfth in the country. So great career, great accomplishments, uh, and uh, did it under Coach Ray Corn, who was there for a very long time. And uh, congratulations, yeah, to Barb Klein. Great uh, career, be able to recognize her accomplishments this uh, coming su- uh, Saturday. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take another break. But before we go, don't forget, Dan Patrick's Above the Noise is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. Five stores, Preston and Providence. Get over there. Get your car taken care of the right way, whether it's wiper blades, whether it's a new battery. They can install it for you uh, Like, because I can't install wiper blades or a new – I'm not even joking. I can't do it. So I would ask them. Uh, or if you need help on your car, they got Na- – or you can ask about Napa – certified ASE technicians to help you out on your car as well. They're sponsoring Dan Patrick's Above the Noise. Coming up in about six minutes, we'll take our final break. You got something to say? You feel like you want to say something there. No, i just going to say, you know, make sure you stick around because we're going to find out more about other Hall of Fame inductees this weekend from oh, yeah. not the players themselves, the former athletes, but from their coach. You don't want to miss our conversation with Stu Morrill coming up next hour. It was so much fun. We needed way more time because uh, he's a great storyteller, but we enjoyed the time that we did have with him. You don't want to miss that. That's coming up next hour. This keep it on the down low here is the Dan Patrick Show. Anthony Davis feels like um, nobody likes the Lakers. The whole world is not rooting against you, Anthony. You know who's rooting for you? Every TV exec. They want you to play. You know, that you have people who don't like LeBron. That's it. It's like nobody's rooting against Anthony Davis. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. S.E. Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. We offer a large selection of personalized service and extraordinary benefits with our Integrity Price Guarantee. At match quality, you'll find our prices to be as low or lower than any store in the state. We consistently beat any 50 to 70% off sales, internet pricing, or so-called wholesale deals. In fact, we even price our diamonds at internet pricing, so you'll get S.E. Needham quality at internet prices. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. If you want a natural stone look on your home without the expense, think Coldwater Stone in Tremonton. They have partnered with Castellite and Logan to bring you the look and style you want at a price much less than natural stone. Stop into Coldwater's Tremonton showroom or Castellite and Logan and see how they take some of the most beautiful resources the earth has to offer, then shapes and blends them to create your dream home. Create your custom masterpiece online at coldwaterstone.com. Coldwater Stone, the natural choice for all of your stone needs. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win, but you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name, but who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. It's happened to us all. Red punch, nail polish, coffee or paint. This is how with Northern Utah Chem Dry. What you don't realize is using your own methods can potentially lock in stains within the carpet. ChemDry's patented stain removal solutions have successfully removed stains all over Cass Valley. If we can't get it out, no one can. So next time you spill, call ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and LJ Salveson wrapping up the first hour. Again, as Eric teased, Stu Morrill, second hour coming up. Great interview. Went over than what we were requesting, and that was just fine by us. Uh, Let's see, we talked about uh, kicking basketballs into the oh stands. Man, okay, I need to get tired. Ta- Players holding him back I, I on the court. stories about these. <laughs> oh, it's and so We had some great stories with Stu. Uh, just an update. Uh, right now, it's in the uh, fifth inning, top of the fifth, and uh, Bear River is at the plate, bases loaded, one out. Oh, they just got a hit. 
and ooh, they are able to get her out at home, so they preserved that one out. But uh, it's uh, it's Ridgeline leading 4-3, to three. and you can watch this game going on right now on CashValleyDaily.com, or if you're driving around, you can dial it up on your radio, 104.5 The Ranch. Dave Simmons and Nick Zellinger on the call. This, these are some of the best softball teams in the state. Battling yeah, each other state. Yep. right now. Yep. Uh, they're in Millville. Tomorrow, we've got multiple games going on on Cash Valley Daily. At 3.30, it's going to be Bear River versus Green Canyon in baseball. Rod Zundel will be on the call. That'll be fun. Rod always does a great job. Uh, <laughs> and you said that. Yeah, no, Rod's That'll awesome. That would be fun. It is, it is fun. Rod's awesome. I love Rod. Uh, so it'll be on Cash Valley Daily and also on 104.9 The Ranch in Box Elder County, continuing our very long tradition of carrying Bear River sports. Uh, and then later that night, it'll be Skyview versus Mountain Crest in girls lacrosse. And uh, Hurricane, Hurricane John Newbold will be doing that on 104.5 The Ranch and also streaming on Cash Valley Daily. That's set to begin around 7 o'clock. So those two games shouldn't conflict with each other on Cash Valley Daily. And by the way, Bear River, we do a great job uh, in covering Bear River. Rod Sundle has been wonderful about getting over there. He does great research. He knows yeah, don't be breath. dogging on my guy, Rod. Okay, you just called you just called Newbold Hurricane. All right, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, and he's probably upset right now. I may or he may not. He probably just turned down his radio dial and moved it over to another <laughs> station next to us. He's gonna listen for for the people now because he's so mad, angry at you, uh, Erica. Again, Stu Moral coming up here. Uh, we got say, oh geez, okay, we got about maybe forty, no, fifty seconds. In fifty seconds, give us a tease of what we are gonna get of Stu Moral. Well, here's a guy who loves his players. Um, he he absolutely is proud of uh, his players' accomplishments. And uh, he, he, funny how he puts it in context, too. Like, they don't get into this stuff if they don't win games. Like, we don't get these recognitions if we don't win games. And that group did win games. And those were, those were really special times um, that he was a part of. And uh, it was fun. Great memories about J.C. Carroll and Ty Wesley, who are both being inducted. And uh, Stu Morrill was inducted a few years back. So he knows what it's like. Coach Morrill will be in town, by the way. He will be in. He's coming here, I believe, Friday, pending weather. Hopefully weather will cooperate, allow him to be here. Uh, he'll bring his wife, and uh, they'll be here. Uh, and they're going to actually come see some family. So it'll be a very busy weekend for the Morrill group as uh, they'll be celebrating again Ty Wesley and J.C. Carroll's induction to the Utah State Athletics. By the way, Bear River hit fame. a ball through the gap. They just scored two runs, so they're now up 5-4 to four with only one out in the fifth inning. Again, you can catch that action on CashValleyDaily.com. Second hour of the Full Court Press starring Stu Murrow coming up next.